0: Hey, this is stephanie courtney with the learning project and i want to welcome you to our segment called feeling good and teaching we're really going to be focusing on mental health today and i would like to welcome holly Kennard. she is a licensed therapist and she is going to be knocking some knowledge on how we can take better care of ourselves you don't want to miss this hey everybody it's stephanie with the learning project i want to welcome you to another great podcast you guys i have a very special guest miss holly Kennard. she is Absolutely amazing she's a counselor and she is in our Spokane area Washington State for those that don't know and she's coming here to drop down some knowledge for us about self-care about mental health um, I'm so excited that you're here Holly and thank you so much for coming
1: <laughs> So honored to be here
0: so Holly tell us what's your passion
1: my passion is helping people I know that sounds very
0: But I
1: think when you are privileged enough to walk alongside somebody as they are healing and growing Mm. and you get to see positive transformation in their lives, I mean, there's like literally nothing better than that.
0: I'm so glad that you brought that up. This is so good. You know, there's so many people that love helping others. And understanding your why really helps build your purpose. I want to ask you just another question here. When people start looking back at their life or looking at their current place where they are in life, and they don't really know what's going on with them, but they know that they're in a slump, they know they are not in the right place. um, What are some suggestions you have to help them get out of that slump?
1: It's so hard because there's so many different ways. Everybody approaches it from a different perspective, a different starting point, different Mm -hmm. skills that they've already got. Yeah, Um, you know, my biggest starting place for people is like, how have you gotten this far? Hmm. What what was successful for you to get this far? And even if it didn't work great, you know, what what worked that maybe we can just tweak a little bit.
0: Right, right. Instead
1: of, like, telling, you know, that message that people get sometimes, it's like, you're doing everything wrong. Mm. We need to start from scratch. Really fight against that message. Like, look at who you are, the skills that have gotten you this far in your life. What can we make better? What, What are those little things? I mean, even if it's just trying to get you a few more hours of sleep or... Um, yeah, like putting some positive things in your life, taking a few negative away. How can wow. you do that? And that's, I think that's really empowering for people. And it yeah it keeps that shame message down because when you are in that slump and you feel that, you know, the shame just kind of creeps in. Like, what am I doing? Why can't I
0: get out of this myself? Yeah. Oh, I... I have never even heard this term that you, I don't even know if you just realized. Like I'm like I love when people hit me with that aha moment because I know a thousand of you guys are probably thinking the same thing that I am, which is the shame mess, um, the shame message. That is powerful. I have never heard of that before. And I, I, you guys, we're gonna have to stop. If you know someone <laughs> that needs this podcast right now. take this time right now to share this, give this to them right now, because there's so many of us that we can't even function throughout the day or get to an end goal because we are literally replaying that shame message over and over and over and over. And it dictates how we're able to like move forward. Holly, that was really good. That was very good. Um, When you are talking to others that are really dealing with that, internal negative place what are like three steps that you take people through to at least make movement away from that or just break free from it
1: i think the first thing that is really important is because this is so individualized is identifying with my client or with your friend or your child Mm -hmm. what do you want to be different Hmm. about right now like let's have a a direction, not necessarily this really defined goal of where you want to end up, because I don't think that's always realistic, but what do we want to be different about the situation? Hmm. And that gives us a starting point, Mm -hmm. whether do I want to feel better? Do I want to interact in a different way? Mm -hmm. Um, You know, do I want to lose five pounds? Like, Pick something about, in two weeks from now,
0: Mm -hmm. what do
1: I want to be different when I have this situation again? Yeah. You know, next time I go visit my in-laws, do I want to have a different experience? (laughs) Yeah. Um, Next time I go to the grocery store, do I want to feel less anxious? Mm. Things like that. You know, next time I have a job interview, how do I want this to go differently for me? I love it and and overall so really it's it's that starting point um, yeah. that I think is really important for people and then from there kind of fleshing it out Do mm-hmm. okay what are the things that you can control mm. and then let's acknowledge some things in the environment about situations like that that we can't control mm. and Kind of weighing both of those, you know, and doing that yeah. work of what is me, what is not me, yeah, and, and that's really important. I try to stress that a lot.
0: Wow, ah, uh, those were so such good nuggets because a lot of times, especially in leadership, um, people are trying to control so many pieces. Yeah. Yeah, you're trying to, <laughs> and it's a moving piece. Yes, yes, yes. It
1: right now, Corona. Yeah.
0: Oh my goodness. Like,
1: we can't control so much, and yet there are things that we can, and watching yeah. that balance
0: is is crazy, and you're, working
1: with, you're working with human
0: beings, yeah. not robots. Thank you for saying that, and I think that's what's so hard is that, you know, society says we should kind of operate like robots, and then we're in this this craziness right now and people are trying to act normal and they just like don't they're not no like, a glitching robot like <laughs> normal left in march we yeah
1: not be normal again no for a while. yeah no and no. normal's gonna have a makeover when
0: she comes back it's gonna I, look different So i love that you know what you need to put that on a t-shirt for real <laughs> that was so awesome <laughs> You have never lied about that. Normal definitely has got a full body makeover everything. (laughs) You know, and as leaders too, you know, as we're talking, you guys, and we're talking about, you know, ourselves, doing some internal reflection, looking at how we can work with others. You know, what are some suggestions that you have or what are your thoughts on bringing the best and the worst out of people, especially during this time? What are some things that, People can do for each other or try not to do um, so they bring the best and not the worst out of people yeah
1: one of the 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 main things I try to stress with my clients and also with my family is having the mindset that other people are not intentionally trying to hurt you Mm. so in a leadership situation if somebody messed up they didn't get something in on time it wasn't, into, like, they're not trying to screw us over. Yeah. They're not trying to hurt us. Something is going on. Something didn't line up for them to thrive. Wow. And get it together. Um, you know, when you're, when you're working with kids, mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. and
1: everything right now is just yeah. a little bit beyond not normal. Yeah. You know? Um, and we have these expectations and we try to set them for our children. And sometimes they don't meet them.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Even if you've been very clear and calm yeah. and you're that, you know, poster child of a positive attachment <laughs> parent, <laughs> things are going to go wrong. And so, how do we deal with that?
0: Yeah, I love that. Um, it, and, you know, when you're talking about all of the different pieces that impact, who we are the message that i love that you just said was always you know know that people aren't doing certain things intentionally you know Mm -hmm. i think the big thing for everyone right now their body language their i mean with the mask i mean being able to smile at somebody like there's so much science (laughs) that shows when you smile at someone they will like have this response typically um, inside them you know even if they don't show it on their face you know and so we're not able to smile at each other. We're not, a lot of people are not talking to each other because they're like, do you have COVID, you know, um, mm-hmm. or, you know, they're keeping their distance. And so they're not getting a lot of that social interaction and that connection. And we are natural people that want to connect in some yeah. shape, form, matter. And even if you're an yeah. introvert, you there's still some way you're connecting with people. Yeah, um, I mean, that's still another, a total great example of we are not robots.
1: Mm. We are not meant to thrive without connection, you know. And the, that facial expression, yes, that acknowledgement that you exist from another person, even if it's just in line at the grocery store,
0: hmm. it's wow.
1: really powerful.
0: Yeah, when when people feel like they're not being acknowledged and they're not being seen, what does that do? Do you think, like, to their self esteem and their mindset? It- crushes it it absolutely crushes it
1: if you ever have a, a chance to read some like super depressing literature <laughs> the studies on what happens to children
0: um, Jeez.
1: like in orphanages when there wasn't enough people to hold them or in that phase of um when the most popular literature said you know don't pick up a kid don't don't snuggle them mm. what that does to somebody and you think yeah. about it like yeah. How how that feels for you as a child when you don't understand what's going on. And then if you can think about an environment you've been in, I think most of us have experienced some level of bullying or office mm-hmm. dynamics that, that were not healthy.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And you can think about wow, how did that feel to me when I was ignored?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Or someone just didn't say hello. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Think about that on a compounded effect for days, for weeks, for months at a time. And mm-hmm. that's what some of our, our fellow humans are, in, are enduring right now. Yeah. And wow. that just eats away at us, truly um, just eats. Um, yeah. So as, as a nation, really as a world, I would assume I don't have statistics everywhere. Mm-hmm. But of course, depression is on the rise. Um, anxiety is increasing with Hmm. all the different dynamics that are, that are going on in our world. Um, and it's, it's definitely an issue.
0: Yeah. I, uh, you know, when you're talking about this, it's, it's like, there's so much going on and so many people don't go and get any help, you know, because we're like, we're taught to power through be strong, you can do this, don't be a weakling, you know, we have all of these, Uh, yes. yes, yes, or you get into, you know, don't tell all the family business, and so you have all these compound words and ideas and concepts, like, how, what would you say to a person that knows there's something not right with them, they need to get help? They're just really struggling with just going to talk to people. And I think, too, when people hear the word get help, they think that you have to be in this dire situation, you know? You have to be on the str- on a stretcher, you know, to go... Right, but, like, people. getting help means you are checking yourself
1: in to an institution, and yes. there's going to be lab coats and yes. <laughs> injections, and yes. you, you are not... Okay, but you are yeah. really not. there's something in that message that says yeah. you need this level of help from like an 80s movie, mm-hmm. and that's not <laughs> what it is at all. Um, no nope. You know, I work in a private practice, they're outpatient uh, therapy setting. My my office looks like your living room, <laughs> and uh, I mean it's cleaner than my own living room because there're children, <laughs> but it. Therapy is help, and there are different levels of therapy because throughout our lives, we need different levels of support. Interesting,
0: interesting. Yeah. What are those different levels of help or counseling?
1: Yeah, well, right now, it's kind of a whole new situation because of my least favorite word, we are in this unprecedented situation. Um, So the majority of therapists are working telehealth which is essentially what you and I are doing right now. We're not in the same room. hmm um, We are probably miles apart right now. hmm hmm um, And so that is a lot of what therapy is looking like right now. Um, we do still have some people who are meeting face-to-face in, in safe settings, and then we also, of course, have our higher-level um, options of care that are still available for people that need it. Yeah. Um, but what therapy looks like, or reaching out for help, is essentially, for most of my clients, it's an email to me hmm. saying, I'm thinking about therapy. You know, they find me online, they find me through another one of my clients who's referred them, mm-hmm. um, and so I'm just thinking about how, I don't know what this looks like, yeah. and I feel that part of my responsibility as a provider is to normalize this experience and say, do you have any questions? Yeah. Do you want to know how I work? Hmm. This, this is not supposed to be scary. It might be a little uncomfortable and I try to normalize that too, because you're essentially sharing some very, very deep personal things about who you are and what you are struggling with, with a stranger. Yeah. And instead of doing it face to face, now you're most likely doing it over a screen. Yeah. Yeah. So it can feel a little impersonal, it can feel a little cold or clinical, and I really try to, um, you know, do everything I can to make it not feel that way. Yeah. But there is some level to be expected of, this is uncomfortable, because hmm. it's new.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You're reaching out for help. And you've probably gotten all those big messages that it's not the right thing to do, mm-hmm. or that this means something's really wrong with you. Um, so that's where we start. That, this is normal. And just because you came here today doesn't mean you need to come every day. doesn't mean you need to come every week. Yeah. we decide what you need to help mm-hmm. you succeed. And it's a very individualized plan.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love that. You know, when people think about counseling or they think about, you know, connecting with someone to help them walk them through a process, you know, knowing the different types and ways and why people go out and connect with someone, I think it's huge. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of times there's only a one set track mind of this is why you get help, you know, Uh, you know, and we minimal, minimalize the way we feel. And we minimalize the way we see our situation because we're like, well, I'm not like that person. So I don't need to get help, you know, or I'm not like this person, so I don't need to get help. You know, you have to do what you need to do for your own individualized plan. I love Mm -hmm. that. It's, I think we have to really think about health and mental health like that as an own individualized individualized plan Mm -hmm. and what does that look like and what do you need and where do you go? You know, um, absolutely. Yeah. And so, you know, so many people um, around the world, they are getting introduced to, you know, doing counseling over Zoom and other platforms. What are some challenges that you feel people are facing maybe with technology, Mm -hmm. um, especially if you're around technology a lot, is there like another option for people to like talk with you over the phone or do they have to do it over zoom? Like, is that something for those that are in front of the computer screen a lot Mm -hmm. and they want to try something or they're not sure about that face to face contact? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So there are, um,
1: due to technology, there's a lot of options right now. Mm -hmm. Um, there are some texting Mm -hmm. therapy options, Oh, um, wow. Yeah. So that's great.
0: That is okay. interesting.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Talk now. I think good therapy is the other one um, that I'm familiar with. There's probably more. Mm-hmm. So that's something that's available to people. Um, it's, I think it's a really good introduction to therapy if mm. you are kind of nervous about it. And then if you think, you know, somebody who works a weird shift. Yeah. You know, if you are one of those essential workers and you're stocking grocery shelves and you don't fit the hours that I have, yeah. you know, what are some other options that we've got? There are some out there, which is really great. Um, another thing with technology is sometimes we've got technical difficulties. Mm. So sometimes, actually often, internet access and then privacy at home yeah, are, are really like the two big things that um, I have encountered for Mm -hmm. my clients. Um, So depending on your insurance plan, unfortunately, Mm -hmm. like if they will cover um, a phone call, Mm -hmm. many do, not all. So I always at their benefits. Um, Yeah, and that's great. If you can like get out, go for a walk. Yeah. Um, If you're a busy mom and you can throw your kids in the stroller (laughs) and walk down the sidewalk and you know, give them a snack and they're probably going to be more entertained doing that than they would be at home yeah. and you can focus. You yeah. Can just be and, and do yeah. what you need to feel. Yep. Um,
0: So those I are probably the main
1: that. things I've encountered.
0: I'm mm-hmm. sure there's more though. I mean Yeah. No, these are really good examples. Like you're really setting the stage for people to understand what, people need and how they can get it and what options they have out there and I think that's a big part of what we're talking about here a lot of the segments that we've done we've been talking about mental health, taking care of yourself, you know, that outward part, Um, but really taking care of the inward part is crucial. And, Mm -hmm. you know, some people don't feel like they have any options, you know, because they can't talk around their family. You know, Mm -hmm. I have never even thought about the the uh, texting and counseling together and how powerful that could be for people who don't like talking on the phone or have crazy schedules, like you said, And they have the opportunity to text back and forth and have those conversations. Um, Mm -hmm. I think it's crucial to figure out what you need, you know, and even as we are leading people in this new world, um, you know, the thing that we have to remember is that mental health looks different and mental health, mental health looks different for everyone. And then health looks different for everyone, you know, and I think it's really important to have a resource list of some sort, especially now. Um, where people can literally look up all of the different types of counseling that are out there, and really tap into, you know, what can they do if they need to talk to someone. Um, a lot of people that I know that I work with, I work with a lot of early childhood educators, and one of the big things is they're like, you know what, I can't afford counseling. So mm-hmm. you know, if people are saying they can't afford counseling and they can't afford help, like. What are some resources or things people can do or things that you can think of that really do help people to go forth and get counseling even when they can't afford it?
1: Yeah, there are, um, well, at least for myself, I keep a certain percentage of my client list at free or reduced. Mm. And most therapists do. Awesome. You just have to ask us, especially awesome. in a practice, you just have to ask. You know, and if my spots are full, I've got a network of people. Please let me know and I will ask around and we'll figure it out. I love it. Um, another thing is, um, I believe it's called Open Path. I would have to like double check with that. Uh-huh, it's called um, Open Path? I think so. Okay. okay. I'm, I'm not sure. We'll have to. Yeah, it's
0: all right. We'll, it we'll, we'll have to look it up, you guys. <laughs> yeah,
1: we'll look it up. Um, but it's a place where therapists accept um, reduced cost clients so like you put yourself into this portal you're yeah. looking for a therapist you know this is what I can afford what are my options and mm. therapists such as myself and others are a part of this network and we we know that this is a reality of our mm. healthcare system
0: mm-hmm. how to
1: make this happen another thing is to check like if you have insurance check your insurance benefits I love it Mm-hmm. Check, mm-hmm. because I promise you, there's something. Yeah, there yeah. is something out there. Um, I love it. And if you don't have insurance, that's where like those free and reduced sessions go to.
0: Yeah, I am so glad that you brought those resources up because so many people, you know, they want to make these next steps, but they really don't have like the the finances to do that. Um, one one group of people that we haven't talked about are children. And so, you know, COVID, all of the stuff, it is impacting them. You know, we're talking about that micro and macro um, sector and how it all affects the child, you know. And now we have a lot of families that are losing their jobs or their jobs are, you know, relocating them or um, they're working from home and children are kind of learning their new normal. And I think a lot of families, we keep seeing all these videos about You know, when the parent is in, when the child's in school and they're like, you need to not treat my child like this. And I can't believe you did this. And then like during the pandemic, they, you know, they're like uh, three weeks into this, trying to teach them. And they're like, I'm sorry. I said all those (laughs) bad things about you. (laughs) You were right about my child. (laughs) But you know, a lot of times now families are getting to see their children in a full Circle, you know, they're not just spending the weekend, which I know a lot of families they want, they would love to spend more time with their kids, but the way our world works right now, it's so busy, it's too busy. And, um, you know, I feel like the pandemic has just slowed everyone down and kind of given them that time to think and reflect, but, you know, also it's changed the way their family works, you know, and a lot of children are struggling with the change. And One of the things that I run into with families when I'm working with them and talking to them about counseling, a lot of them are like, I can't find a child counselor. I can't find someone to work with my child and help them with, you know, their behavior and walk them through some things. Mm -hmm. So what kind of advice do you have for families and leaders um, that have people that have kids at their at their place of business that they could give like advice about where they can go and what can they do? What options are there out there for children? Because I just uh-huh. think we don't talk about it enough. And so families are like, I just need to find a counselor and they don't even know what to do, where to go, what to yeah. look Yeah,
1: I think it's it's just so hard. Um yeah. because this is it's just something I I didn't grow up knowing how do you find a therapist. Mm-hmm. how do you find a doctor, you call a doctor's office. Yep. And um, you know, this is new and it's still being normalized so for families that are thinking they might want to talk about getting their kid into their into therapy um the first place i recommend looking is with your insurance company Mm. because they're gonna have a list of who is for sure covered
0: Mm -hmm. and right
1: now when things are tight you want to know what's covered yes okay so start at your insurance company they're going to have a list Mm-hmm. Um, people like myself, like would, if I'm with your insurance company, I'm listed. Yeah. You know, 20 others are there too. And so you can look around and see like, okay, this person is close to us. This person is by dad's work. They could drop them off. Mm-hmm. Okay. Start there and then make your phone calls. That's kind of the, it takes a while part. Yeah. Make your phone calls, see who's got space. And if it's not the right fit. This is another thing I always tell my clients, day one, it's not going to work if this isn't a good connection. Mm. And with kids, oh man, definitely listen to that. If your kid doesn't feel comfortable with that person or the, the chair was uncomfortable and scratchy, it's not going to work. Yeah. Or they're not going to get out of it what they could get out of it with a good connection where they feel it. solid and supported, and and you guys can go from there. Um, So the the first thing, insurance company, look at an insurance company, if you've got Mm -hmm. a family friend who has a therapy hookup, like if their kid went somewhere, it was a good experience, get the number, Mm
0: -hmm. Um,
1: and after that, there's a website called Psychology Today, and Mm -hmm. that has a list, you can search by zip code, you can search by insurance, you can search by mental health need, so ADHD, to depression, you can do it all. Search by that, and that's a really great resource. When, I love it. Um, and something to know for for pretty much every child that's on state insurance, mm-hmm. mental health care is included.
0: That is great to know. Yeah. That is great to know um, to be because there. so many people don't know, you know, or they. Yeah. I and
1: mean, that's charge. why people just don't know what their options are.
0: Mm -hmm. and especially
1: for mental health coverage it just doesn't get talked about you have more Mm -hmm. than you think Mm
0: -hmm. you just have to I love it. I'm, I'm so glad that we're talking about this because for so long, you know, even for our, our educators that are listening to this, you guys, you know, sometimes we have those families that are like, I don't know what to do. I mean, we've had, I, I know my own experience. I've had parents that are like, I don't think I can parent anymore. I think I'm going to have to give my child to someone. Like, I cannot do this. I mean, you know, overwhelmed completely. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. very real. I
1: mean, it was real before the pandemic and now it is another level of real.
0: Man, what are you, what are you reading or seeing that is pushing people over the edge? Like when it comes to just feeling like they can't do this anymore, they can't take care of their child, and they just, there's just too much stress. All of it? Is mm.
1: that an Like, yes, yeah. Of you know, you go from having a structure for your kid to some of that's maybe still there. Yeah, and we've got one parent lost their job. Maybe somebody else did too. Mm -hmm. Does somebody? I mean, what what does home look like now? Did Uncle Joe have to move in with us? Wow. Um. I mean, I'm seeing all of these type of things, and kids who loved school, kids who hated school, parents trying to do something for their kid. Yeah. Um, You've got. I mean, this is a narrative that's really resonating with a lot of families where you have multiple children, one or two devices, you're mm-hmm. trying to help them connect, mm-hmm. you're trying varying degrees of feeling comfortable with yeah. the coronavirus, yep. and varying degrees of, okay, we will go to a park, but your friends won't. Yeah. So, okay, or we won't go to a park.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm -hmm. And then you see kids playing on it, and now I have to explain that to you, and you're really, really mad at me.
0: Yep. I, (laughs) that's a real
1: thing. That's a real thing. thing, You know, and we're seeing, actually, probably the biggest issue I have in my practice right now is Mm -hmm. families navigating families Mm
0: -hmm. with
1: varying levels of comfort with Mm -hmm. coronavirus protection protocols. Yeah, and that's really, really hard because these are relationships that you want to nurture. You're not mad at people. Sometimes you are. hmm Everybody's just trying to do their best. And that's kind of where I go back to with everyone is genuinely trying to do their best. Hmm. They're not out here trying to hurt you. Yeah. If they don't come to dinner, they're not trying to hurt you. Hmm. We're trying to figure this out. As a family, most of the time, we're trying to do the best we can. But I mean, if you've seen the numbers, we're in Spokane, Vanessa Behan yes. is, is an amazing resource. But yes. If you've seen the numbers, I mean, they are at capacity all the time because yeah. families are overwhelmed. And yep. I look at that as like, yeah, we're overwhelmed, but thank God they're taking advantage of the resources we have. Yes.
0: Yes, And for those that don't know what Vanessa Beehan is, it is a crisis shelter where families could drop their children off and they can be in a safe place, they can sleep there, they can eat there, and then the family can come back and get the child. Um, and the story of Vanessa Beehan is actually very interesting because you know it basically started off with a child you know being uh, killed. Because you know they didn't have a safe place to go, and so this sh- this crisis shelter um, grew out of that that pain and that, that that horrible story. And so, you know, I would like everyone to know that it's important for us as educators, as leaders, to recognize signs when people are not on their game, when there's something wrong, um, when you feel they're a little off. And then also, you know, we've talked a lot about this in a lot of our other podcasts, going in and doing mental checks, you know, and just saying, hey, how are you doing? And being genuinely concerned about them and having those conversations and seeing where that conversation is and see what it sounds like, you know, Um, and then also bringing people into, you know, maybe Guide people through, you know, those those dark times. If they, if you have that capability, as far as through Zoom and having meetings with someone that could help with that mental health um, navigation for your staff, because it's extremely important. Sometimes there's a lot of stuff going on, and we ignore those things in our body, and we ignore them. Sometimes they become bigger than what we want them to become, and so you know, we want to make sure that we're pulling together as a community. And really making sure that we are doing what's right for children and also what's right for people because they need us right now. I think I feel like there's such a mental shift that I was literally saying like we as a community have been so stuck on I and now we are going to this hopefully the shift of we you know um, and we've got to get back to the we you know and being able to see each other and embrace each other and be there for one another and um, build our, you know, our country back up and work together. But we, you know, it's like, I literally just said this in another podcast. It's like a bad marriage. You put all of the bad okay. stuff out on the plate in the, in the counseling session. You're going to go to bat. You're going to be fighting. You're going to do all this stuff and you got to figure it out because divorce is not an option. You know what I mean? We all live here in this great country and we need to figure it out. And I think mental health is a huge component of this and if we don't get a some kind of system where people can go and connect and talk and get this out you know it's going to do so much harm to so many people you know
1: mm-hmm.
0: it's it's like when you hear a bad story about something that something happens to me, it hurts your heart you know just thinking about that happening to that person even though you don't know them you know it's like that empathy is already built there you know yeah
1: yeah I kind of go back to we are not robots hmm you know Love like it. you will overload mm-hmm. you cannot handle everything
0: mm-hmm. and
1: still mm-hmm. function at whatever your expected level is absolutely you, you absolutely. will hit a breaking point and i think it's important to know your breaking points like how do you recognize that when you see what how am i am i deteriorating now am i eating more ice mm-hmm. cream am i yelling at my kids more hmm What's going on? What are those those pieces in us that signal it's not working right now and we have to adjust something? But to have that expectation for yourself is really important.
0: Yeah. 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 I love that. I love that. You guys, I really hope that you've gotten a lot out of this podcast because this is really... Uh, a different shift to to my other podcast i really wanted someone to come on and talk to us about this mental health uh segment and really walk us through some pieces and this has been so good holly like i I, you guys i hope this is like a chicken noodle soup kind of good like good for your soul right like just to be able to listen and to hear and to sort out things in your mind you know Um, and I hope you had those aha moments like I did where it's like, you know what? I need to do something about my feeling. I need to do something about where I'm at in this place, you know, and to make myself better so I can make my environment better, you know? Um, Holly, what is your last piece of advice for our listeners as they, um, listen to this last message?
1: Be gentle with yourself. Hmm. I think if you are here, if you showed up today, if you are listening to this, you are already doing some amazing work in your life, Mm -hmm. in the world, in your job, in your family. Acknowledge the hard work that you have done and be ready to go again.
0: I love it. I love it. Thank you so much, Holly. So if people want to connect with you and ask more questions and get more information, where can they reach out to you?
1: They can reach me by email. Um,
0: My work one is
1: very easy to remember. It's my name, hollykinard at gmail.com.
0: Awesome. Thank you. And you guys, don't worry, we'll keep it at the bottom of the podcast so you can listen in and you can write in and all that good stuff too. So you guys, thank you so much for joining me today at The Learning Project, you guys. If you want to learn more about The Learning Project, you can go to www.tlptraining.com Thank you guys so much and I cannot wait to see you guys again.